0: Off the ball.
1: The salary cap has gone so low. It's a very interesting decision. The decision is, do you work or do you play rugby? You know, and it may be better off to work.
0: Subscribe to the rugby stream on the OTB Sports app now.
1: And you're welcome to Off the Ball here on News Talk. John Duggan with you today. We're on air until 6. Thank you for tuning in. Hope you're enjoying your Sunday. And the fog has nearly lifted. The GAA All-Ireland Senior Football Round-Robin Games conclude this afternoon. We will know who the top seeds will be to join Derry in the quarterfinals, who the preliminary quarterfinals will be as well, which teams will join Clare in saying goodbye to the championship. We'll be checking in with Neil Ewing, who's at Breffney Park for the doubleheader there, and with Colin Boyle, who's in Carrick and Challenge for us as well. We'll also bring you all the score updates as soon as we have them from the games Post-match reaction to the best riding of the day and interesting features will be chewed over on the Sunday paper review with Shane Keegan and Kevin Byrne from two o'clock. Our football commentator, Stephen Doyle, will discuss the Republic of Ireland's defeat to Greece on Friday night. A lot to go through there. That's coming up at four. After that, we'll be checking in on L.A., where Irish golf rider Bron Kyo is covering the U.S. Open ahead of the final round. We'll also discuss that final round of that major with Joe Malloy before two o'clock with Rory McIlroy bidding to win it this evening. 53106, the number for your text if you want to share your opinions with us when it comes to sport or if you have any questions during the show. So much going on and Aidan Delaney is here to Give us a bit of a briefing. Where do we begin, Aiden There's only one place to start, Rory.
0: John, and that is with Rory. Yeah, one shot off the lead ahead of the final round of the US Open in Los Angeles. A third round of 69 leaves the County downstar star on nine under par. He's behind the joint leaders Ricky Fowler and Wyndham Clark. McIlroy, of course, bidding for his fifth major title and it would be his first in nine years. What would it mean, I wonder? I think it would just be it's it's something, obviously it's not the one that he wants, it's not the one that's going to complete the Grand Slam, but just to make sure that he can, you know, probably for his own mental health more than anything else, more for his own confidence to say that, yeah, do you know what, I can get it done on a Sunday because we have seen him get this far before and have these kind of collapses or collapse on a, a Saturday and then get to Sunday and, and it's kind of a bit too late. So it, it, I think it would mean everything actually um, and to given the kind of tr- struggles that he's had in, in recent years and, and all this kind of stuff I think it would be absolutely massive
1: Rory an Irish Olympian as well and now Cameron Hill and
2: I'm oh, also an Irish Olympian not really though
1: are you no <laughs>
2: <laughs> I remember as
1: Sonia Sullivan told me never say former Olympian; it's always Olympian. You're always an Olympian. And yeah. I was delighted to be told that, and it's a
2: great tattoo to get
1: if you can get it. Ricky Fowler's got the rings on his uh, Does arm. Does he? Yeah, he played in Rio. Oh, right. And mm-hmm. he's uh, sharing the lead, uh, as as Aidan said. And he's another great storyline, Ricky Fowler.
2: Yeah, absolutely brilliant. There's comeback. a
1: photo of Ricky and Rory from I think it must have been about yes t- 2007 or something. Maybe it was the Open at Carnoustie or was a, a an, an early tournament. And they look like yeah, they've just Rick, come out of
2: a, a, I don't know, a, a party. Yes, I've seen the, fitting, with the, the with photo of Ricky the peak, with the Fanta the Orange, Fanta yeah. Orange. Um, yeah. outfit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Amazing stuff. Yeah,
1: And they're great professionals. And it's great to see it. Like, Scotty Scheffler's there as well. He's a couple behind Rory on seven under. And I think it's between the four of them. I think it's between McElroy, Clark, Fowler and Scheffler. Um, but, yeah, a final round of a major uh, we'll speak to Joe at, at a quarter to two. Uh, Leona Maguire as well. We can't forget Leona.
0: No, she's in a tie for fifth as things stand on 13 under par entering into the final round of the LPGA Classic. She's two shots behind the leader, Amy Yang and Stephanie Meadow also in the field there. Uh, she's in a tie for 13th on nine under. So a good weekend for the Irish so far. What else do we have? Uh, Three bogeys in her opening seven holes today has left Olivia Mahefe off the pace at the German Masters that's on the Ladies European Tour. The Banbridge native is back on five under par all round. She's in a tie for 14th place. She had led that tournament after the first round and she's nine shots off the leader now, Cara Gaynor, uh, the English woman who sits on 14 under par.
1: We will know a lot uh, in the next 48 hours in terms of where the All-Ireland series is going because the round robin ends today. So just let's go through the fixtures, Aidan.
0: Yeah, group stages, draws to a close so one of the game's new rivalries is said to be renewed as Park Sean McDermott Galway take on Armagh from four o'clock in group two a win for the tribesmen would see them join Derry in the quarterfinals elsewhere in that group Tyrone face Westmeath at the same time at Kingspan Breffany Park that's part of a double header today at the Cavan venue we have Dublin taking on Sligo from 1.45 in group three Roscommon meanwhile will look to keep up their impressive form in that group they take on Kildare at O'Connor Park at the same time and And at two o'clock, the All-Ireland champions Kerry have no room for error when they face Louth at the O'Moore Park in Group 1. And at the same time, the top two in that group meet, that's Mayo and Cork clashing at the Gaelic Grounds. Any surprises ahead of us, do we think? Um, I think Louth might be able to do something against Kerry today. I think Kerry, we've kind of been waiting for them to kind of explode. And I was chatting to Kieran Donoghy yesterday and he wasn't too worried about what, what was going to happen this Sunday, but... I just think that they've been relying a lot on Clifford and defensively they haven't looked all that sharp. They've kind of been just off the pace a little bit and obviously they haven't needed to be you know, crucial so far. The league was the league and they were kind of happy enough to let it go. But um, you'd expect now it's either going to be an absolute walk over for Kerry today or they will really struggle and I think you know, there's been an awful lot of talk in the papers this week about the, the rivalry between O'Connor and Mickey Hart as well back to their Tyrone days and I think Mickey Hart just knows how to get under the Kerry skin a little bit and, and will set up his team to kind of frustrate them a little bit they did it somewhat against Mayo it didn't really work out in the end but um, there's a, a carrot there for allowed to get a big victory today and uh,
2: to get one over on Kerry I think that would be it um, I think a nice surprise would be, you know, a decent, entertaining game of football, JD. I have not been impressed by what I've seen so far in the All-Ireland Championship. I can't lie. I watched Mayo Loud, um last time out and I think it's one of the worst games of Gaelic football I've ever watched. It was so turgid, really just... Lots I think when something is on
1: the line, which will be now from next week, I think you'll see an improvement in the quality of the football.
2: Well, I don't know, because momentum's a funny thing in tournaments. If you don't have that kind of impetus to go and watch it every week, and there's oh, there's a good bit of excitement in each game, like you know, maybe maybe the preliminary quarterfinals, I mean, even I saying I that, that phrase is putting me to sleep. Didn't do any harm in the no. the hurling yesterday. As so. Ger says, uh, naming it the wildcard round or something would be much more fun, but... Um,
1: I suppose when i think about last year, the only memorable games I remember were Armagh Galway, Dublin Kerry, and Kerry Galway. That's it. Mm. Mm. And maybe Derry-Dunny-Gall and the, yes. the, 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 the Ulster final.
2: Yeah, absolutely. That's it. Yeah.
1: That's what it boils down to, really.
2: No, there are some cracking games as it comes towards the latter end of the competition. So, uh, sh- but... Like, my fear is that there will be such a lack of interest because extra games means that, you know, it's not quite as exciting. We see it with the Champions Cup format and how they've tried to revise that. And I'm not very convinced that it's going to be any more exciting than it was this year. The quarterfinals were pretty bad in the Champions Cup and I feel that they should be huge. And the semi-finals of the All-Ireland Football Championship should be huge. But we're seeing teams... Kind like none of them have really sparked into life at all yet Galway look like the best because as I've read in a few places today they're the team who have messed up the least mm. and that's not great
1: Yeah, Carl at one point Antrim no score in the remaining quarterfinal in the Charlton Cup at Cargham Park uh, Soccer news I see Andrew Ombamadele uh, could be leaving Norwich in the Sunday Times today so we'll watch the space in terms of whether he gets a transfer this summer what yeah. else do you
0: have? Uh, so, Scotland manager Steve Clark has hailed his side's discipline and attitude as they continued their perfect start to qualifying for the Euros in 2024. His team scored two late goals to secure a 2 1 come from behind win over Norway in Oslo. That victory keeps Scotland on top of Group A on maximum nine points. They're six clear of Spain, who do have that game in hand.
1: Now, we know who Martin Tyler's replacement is going to be. They have hired Peter Drury to join
0: Sky Sports for the 2022-24 season. Tyler stepped back after more than 30 years of commentating on Premier League games for the broadcaster. And Drury has won the Football Supporters Association Commentator of the Year Award for the last for three of the last four seasons. So he's certainly a popular option. It's a very subjective thing, so it's not a, a comment on somebody's ability or craft. But are you a Peter Drury fan? I think I am yeah he's he's somebody who brings that bit of a poetic flair to us it's it's not going to be as, as straightforward as Tyler and we spoke a bit yesterday about how Tyler maybe in the last couple of years has just become a bit functional and kind of lost the love of the game a little bit that's what it felt like from the outside obviously you can't look into his mind but Drury you feel the excitement when he gets when he gets going and you know, can really add to a moment when, you know, obviously the Costas Manolas goal for Roma is kind of the one that stands out and the, the Greek god and Olympias, Olympus and all this kind of stuff. But I think I'm a fan of him. Um, whether he can do it week in, week out, it's it's kind of nice to have Drury kind of as a, a little treat every now and again and games you probably wouldn't expect to see him pop up in. But whether he can do it week in, week out, I suppose, is going to be the big one. Uh,
2: so, uh, you go on? No, no, I was just going to say that... Um, I kinda am of, very frustrated by people um talking about or dissing on Martin Tyler's legacy because, you know, we all compare it to the Aguero moment and that is probably the pinnacle of football commentary in the modern era generally and everything afterwards will savor of anticlimax. Well, it's interesting how long the modern era lasts
1: because Brian Moore is up for grabs now in 1989 would have mm. been seen as the one before that so yeah. that's how many years 23 years and before that it would have been another 23 years to Kenneth Wilson Holmes uh,
2: they think it's all over so it's interesting how long a modern
1: era probably two decades.
2: Absolutely um, the, yeah, there's the contemporaneous. Like, wh- what's the next? Who's going to have the next killer line? And I've heard football commentators talking in interviews, and they're always sort of like, oh, I have to be ready for this. Well, the
1: killer line should never be scripted. scripted. Yeah. yeah. The killer line should be just organic. It
2: should come out, it should flow out of you. Um, so, overly Drury can bring that. I would have loved Rob Hawthorne to have got it, or maybe. Yeah, I, like I really that.
1: like Rob Hawthorne. Really like him. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah, look, that's the way it is. But. Um turning to the cricket now uh, Australia have just been skittled out 386 in their first innings England declared 393 for 8 Aiden, so England lead by 7 runs they certainly
0: do yeah the Aussie batsman Usman Khawaja uh, had been taken out uh, having scored 141 runs and then there was two very quick wickets for England so there's still uh, Josh Hawthorne to come uh, they've just gone in for lunch now um, but it is look it's a very kind of topsy-turvy kind of game Australia looked like they were in control heading f- uh, for day three last night and yet England have just kind of stormed back a little bit but um kind of an interesting story though uh, Moan Ali has been fined 25% of his match fee after he was spotted applying a drying spray to his bowling hand during yesterday's play he claimed the spray was to reduce perspiration and officials accepted that he wasn't trying to alter the condition of the ball but he was found to have displayed conduct that is contrary to the spirit of the game
1: yeah I really like the Ashes I don't know why England declared I, I don't really understand that decision it wasn't it's not a decision I really got um We're moving on to rugby and make sure, folks, you don't miss all the action in Rugby Daily tomorrow in your OTB podcast network, bringing you everything you need to know about rugby. Get your favourite local restaurants delivered to your door with Deliveroo. Just open up the app, browse some great offers, take your pick and they'll take care of the rest. Deliveroo food, we get it. And I would expect there might be some fallout in the Rugby Daily report on what we saw last night in Paris.
0: Yeah, brilliant solo try from Roman Entemac. Three minutes from time saw Toulouse snatch a dramatic 29-26 top 14 final victory over the European champions La Rochelle in Paris. Fullback Thomas Ramos scored 19 points for Toulouse, who extended their record number of top 14 wins to 22, and that was also denying Ronan O'Gara's side their first. The result also had an impact on Leinster for next season, as had La Rochelle won, Leinster would stay on top of the group seedings. But uh, due to Toulouse's win, uh, Leinster going to the Tier 2 side.
1: So, Toulouse have La Rochelle to La Rochelle.
2: They have. Oh, it was absolutely brilliant. I was watching the whole thing and it was fantastic. I don't know if you watched the...
1: I watched book. the last 15 minutes. Absolutely
2: brilliant from start to finish. Because
1: we saw you um, make, make a fool of yourself on
2: Twitter. Make a fool of myself on Twitter? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, pick a day. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um,
1: so you were, you were, you were,
2: yes. Uh, yeah. The Mantine uh, Entomac, uh,
1: and then he scored the try but two minutes well, we Seder. saw
2: the good and the bad of Roman Entomac yesterday. I don't know if you saw the thing at uh, the moment he kept the ball in, in the most Roman Entomac way possible, where it was just so sublime. It was real, stop that Roman um, territory. And then he made a knock on in the midfield, like from a fairly easy kick, um, clearance kick from La Rochelle. He kicked it out on the full um, for one of their penalties that really would have brought them back into the game and then that try it's one of those interesting moments in rugby um, and in sport where you can see something unfolding and you go yeah. uh oh when Souteni shoots out of that line that's it you know that Entomac is going to score from there it's, he completely misreads that defensively and leaves the gap for a moment Entomac to come in I don't know where Brice Dulan was the fullback uh, for La Rochelle but it was a brilliant end to a brilliant final. I mean, the URC final we talked about a couple of weeks ago saying that was pretty good. And uh, top but, 14 yeah. came back and said, that's cute.
1: The La Rochelle fans now know what it's like to feel they, utter pain, like the Leinster
2: fans. They do. And Raj was pretty spiky afterwards. Was he? He was saying that, uh, you know, let's let's not say that this is a big La Rochelle or Stadfront or bleh. A big to-lose team. This was an average to-lose team who profited on our mistakes. That was how he framed it. Right. And he's getting, yeah, you know, a little bit of criticism well, in the French press as a result. can't wait
1: to hear from him next Friday on, on OTB AM. What else do we have... Um Yes,
0: yeah, so just in Formula One, defending champion Max Verstappen starting on pole for this evening's Canadian Grand Prix. That was after an extremely wet qualifying session in Montreal overnight. German driver Nico Hulkenberg took advantage of the heavy rain to secure a surprise second place, uh, but he has now been penalised and will go back down to fifth. So Fernando Alonso uh, starts on second for Aston Martin, and we have the Mercedes pair of Lewis Hamilton and George Russell locking out the second row in third and fourth.
1: By that couch, you've listened to off the ball today. You got Canadian Grand Prix this. Evening evening you got the golf this evening is Rory going to win it yes or no oh yeah I think
0: so yeah
1: oh yeah Hollywood's finest yeah Uh, Aidan and Cameron thank you so much for the news round Kingspan Breffney Park is hosting a double header today Dublin versus Sligo and Toronto against Westmeath we will be live to Cavan next so let's set the scene with Neil Ewing after this break